I remember um, when I was going through the hard times with Julie, I spent so many hours crying out to God to help because I thought, I can't do this. Uh, this is too much for me. And I think, I think asking God and praying and believing and having faith that God can change a child, that God can help you be a parent, that God can do all the things that you can't do, that with God, all things are possible. With us, you know, we're just frail humans, imperfect. But God created our children, and He wants them to succeed as much as we do. That's right. And so when we say we're fighting for their soul, yes, but I think the other part of that is we're fighting alongside with God. Welcome to the Marriage Day Podcast. We're Jimmy and Karen Evans, and this podcast exists to help every couple succeed in marriage. I'm joined by my wife, Karen, of 50 years. Karen? (laughs) It's nice to be here. You're young, but you've been married 50 years. (laughs) You know, so we're talking today about the book that we've written along with our daughter, Julie, Fighting for the Soul of Your Child. And we're going to answer some questions uh, related to the book. And uh, if you are parenting, we think this would be a great book for you. We just wrote it and we wrote it from the perspective of having parented, you know, our two kids. And Julie also had two children and uh, they're in college, they're seniors in college and just how every parent can win the battle for the soul of their child. It's always been important. It's always been a challenge, but there has never been a time in the history of the world that parents are facing the challenges that they're facing today. So let me, let me ask a, a question here, Karen, we can both talk about this. How do this is a question from one of our listeners. How do I protect myself and my family against Satan? It's a very good question. And in today's world, we need to spend a little time on that subject yeah. because we are living in evil times. I mean, there's no doubt about it that, you know, you teach that we're living in the end times. And then the end times tells us that, you know, Satan's unleashed and he's, you know, he knows he's about to be done with. And but in the meantime, he's doing everything he can. And what we're seeing today, one of the reasons you wrote this book is how the onslaught against children. Yeah, what right. grieves me the most is what's happening to kids these yeah. days. Yeah. I mean, it grieves me. And so, you know, and I know Satan's behind it because the Bible tells us we don't wrestle with flesh and blood, right. but principalities and powers in the air. And Satan hates everything that God creates, hates it. And so when he's coming after kids, it's because they're created in his image. They, they right. are a part of him and he hates God and they're innocent and they can't, they can't protect themselves. They're children. And so as adults in this world that are not protecting them, we know that Satan is winning, but he doesn't win. He does not win. And, you know, that's the thing that as a Christian that blesses us so much is that we do have the power. We do have the ability to take authority over situations in our family and make sure that our kids are protected, that they are blessed. I mean, my number one prayer every single day everybody in our family, and I'm, I individually pray for all of them, is only God's will be done. Only God's will. Not their will, not our will. Their, his, God's will, and that He will keep them from the evil one and protect them. Yeah. And then when we see them in a situation that they're going through a season, you know, like we have young grandkids right now that are going through stuff, and when they go through something, the number one thing you and I do is we together we're praying you know, against any demonic forces that would be coming against them. Mm. And as a parent, it's just so important to be a united front spiritually and to pray against strongholds and demonic powers that come against us. Yeah, and I want to get specific, Karen, here in just a little while about 
like you say, praying against demonic forces. Um, I, I, I want, I want you to demonstrate that to our listeners, uh, in how you pray. Cause I think a lot of people, I know when I was a younger Christian, I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't know what that meant. It kind of scared me a little bit to think about, you know, mm-hmm. praying against demons and stuff, but we have been given authority mm-hmm. to bind, uh, evil, mm-hmm. you know, to bind and loose. And we need to know how to use that. Let me, let me answer this from a different perspective about protecting myself and my family against Satan. Mm-hmm. Everything you just said about, you know, taking authority and the way we pray every day for our kids and grandkids, the word of God is, uh, is the greatest force in the universe. And uh, Hebrews 11 says that we, by faith, we believe that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Mm-hmm. In other words, the entire universe was created by the word of God. Mm-hmm. That Jesus is called the word of God in John 1, and it says there was nothing that came into being without him. Mm-hmm. The word is the basis for everything. And of course, Ephesians 6, you were talking about, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but Ephesians 6 is where we're told the word is the sword of the spirit. Mm-hmm that we battle Satan against. So Satan is terrified of the word of God. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that we did as young parents is we decided to raise our children based on the word of God. Exactly. And, and and we did to the very best of our ability, the word, Mm -hmm. and we told in our, and we didn't care if we were popular. Mm -hmm. We, we didn't want our kids to be unpopular, but we didn't, we didn't care if they lost popularity because they weren't legalistic. We weren't legalistic, but we believed the word. Mm-hmm. And many times our kids would say, well, nobody else is doing that. And we'd say, we don't care what nobody else is doing. Mm-hmm. We just care what we're doing. And, of course, our kids today are raising their kids exactly the way we raised them mm-hmm. on the word of God. But I say that to say the word of God is untouchable. When when you are building on the word of God, that that has more power than the devil. Now, mm-hmm. what the devil is doing today in families He's doing through deception. Mm-hmm. If he can get you off the word, he'll, well, Adam and Eve, before he defeats you, he has to disarm you. Mm-hmm. And so when he came to, to Adam and Eve, two perfect people living in a paradise in the presence of God, mm-hmm. uh, and he came to them, the very first words that he said to a human were, has God surely said, questioning the word of God. Mm-hmm. Well, he wants you to question it and doubt it so you'll stop doing it and stop believing in it. And he'll, un- see, he said to Adam and Eve, and the day you eat of that fruit of that tree, you're going to be better. You're going to be like God, and and you're not going to die. God said you're you're going to die. You're not going to die. And the day they ate that fruit, they died, and the world three chapters later was so corrupt that God flooded it because He regretted He had made man on the face of the earth. The devil's a liar. Mm-hmm. He comes questioning the word of God, and as soon as we give up the word of God, He destroys us. Mm-hmm. And so the the marriage is being destroyed, the children being destroyed. It's because there are parents. Uh, there are couples and parents, they just don't have a high regard for the Word of God. Now, we had some friends of ours, uh, when our kids were little, the little infants, we made a decision that we were going to raise them based on the Word of God, and we did. Well, we had some friends of ours, some good friends, wonderful people, and they decided, uh, and they were strong believers, but they raised their children based on Dr. Spock. Mm-hmm. And they and they said it openly. They mm-hmm. said, we, we believe Dr. Spock. So they they did all the things Dr. Spock said to do. Unfortunately, Dr. Spock's own children came out later and said he's a terrible father. Uh, he and, and the results with their children were mixed. Well, they they came out and said we regret that. Yeah, we wish we'd never done that. And and I hear what you're saying because basically what you're saying is. You can't substitute God's word with something that's, that's in the right. world. You can't. The opinions of men. No, it's it's just you can't do it. It's just 
you know, that's why it's called rock solid. It's like it's a foundation you want to live your life on. Right. And, you know, as you're speaking, the thing that it keeps coming to me is fear. I, you know, a lot of uh, parents fear. And, you know, it, and it's because Satan has spoken a lie to them that their kids are going to go off and do this. or da, 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 da. And so he, th- there's that fear that, oh, my gosh, if I don't do it the way they say I should do it, you know, and it's it's totally based on fear. And this couple that you said about the Spock, she she li- she was fearful. She yeah. she'll say that that she raised her kids out of fear. Yeah. Well, I, I want here's another question: mm-hmm. uh, is what does fighting for the soul of your child mean? Uh, let me begin in answering that. Thank you. Um, <laughs> well, the soul of your child is what matters. Mm-hmm. Um, the you know we have a body, we have a soul, and we have a spirit, and our body obviously is our physical being. Mm-hmm. Our soul is our mind, will, and emotions. And our spirit is the part of us. Jesus said to Nicodemus uh, in John chapter 3, he said, you must be born again. And so when Adam and Eve sinned, they died spiritually. Their spirit died. Mm -hmm. So every person is born with a dead spirit. Mm -hmm. And the first job of every parent is to lead your child into an understanding and acceptance of Jesus Christ. See, that's our number one job Mm -hmm. is is to pastor them, to lead them spiritually. And so there's this mantra, Karen, and we're talking about what, what does fighting for the soul of your child mean? There's this mantra among Christian parents that drives me absolutely crazy. <laughs> and the mantra is, I want to raise my child, a good, a good education, a good career. I want them to have good education, a good career. Good education, good career. Okay, great. So they have a good education and, and a, you know, they, a career, and they're sitting in your basement at 38 years old. They're not married. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have no purpose in their life. Mm-hmm. They don't know God. They went to a, a public university that mm-hmm. t- turned them into a Marxist and an American hater. And now they're sitting in your basement, single, not married, not children, don't know Jesus, and you were successful. They have a they have a degree on their basement wall, and they they're have a career. Mm-hmm. It's, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's, you want to raise your child to know God. Mm-hmm. You know, Julie, when our daughter was in high school, we were talking one day, and I said, Julie, what do you want to do when you graduate? She said, I want to go to school for two years and get married and have kids. I said, great. I mean, a lot of parents would say, what, what do you mean? You, you're not going to get married. You can't trust a man. You know, you, you're going to get a degree. You're going to go to school and get a degree. I didn't care. Is And so let me tell you what she did. She went to school two years, got married, and had kids. Mm-hmm. And she's had a wonderful life, married a wonderful person, had a wonderful life, has great daughters. And so our, our standard of success is – our child has a healthy soul that we're fighting for the soul is physically we're going to raise them to be healthy and we want them to be you know physically as good as they can be spiritually we're going to raise them to know Jesus mm-hmm. they're going to have they're going to have an intimate knowledge of Jesus we're going to take them to church we're going to show them what it means to have a, a relationship with Jesus we're going to make Jesus attractive to our children when you say that we weren't legalistic if you want to make your children rebel against God, just be legalistic. Mm-hmm. And so, but we we had fun. We were a fun family, but we wanted our child, we wanted our children, to have a soul mm-hmm. that was healthy and knew God and loved us. A lot of parents, you you lose your child in the process of parenting. Their body is with you, but their soul isn't. Mm-hmm. We had. I don't know how many times, Karen, I saw you, uh, the kids would be, you know, uh, misbehaving or they'd be hurting about something. 
and you'd go, they'd walk in their bedroom, you'd go right behind them, you know, lay on the bed with them and talk to them for an hour or two. That we're fighting for their soul. Mm-hmm. Uh, we believe in relational parenting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, you have to have a relationship with a child. doesn't mean the, the children have to like us all the time, because sometimes they don't. It means I'm not just physically parenting you. Mm-hmm. I, we, are, we are pastoring you. We're, we're uh, fighting for your soul because we don't want the devil to get you or for you to, we don't want you to grow up in a family where you are not getting your needs met and you have to go somewhere else to get it. Well, I think one of the most important ways to fight for the soul of your child is through prayer. Mm-hmm. I remember um, when I was going through the hard times with Julie, I spent so many hours crying out to God to help because I thought, I can't do this. Uh, this is too much for me. And I think I think asking God and praying and believing and having faith that God can change a child, that God can help you be a parent, that God can do all the things that you can't do, that with God, all things are possible. With us, you know, we're just frail humans, imperfect. But God created our children, and He wants them to succeed as much as we do. That's right. And so when we say we're fighting for their soul, yes, but I think the other part of that is we're fighting alongside with God. That's right. That God, we want you to help our children. We need you to help our children. We want you to protect them, put good friends around them, you know, reveal Holy Spirit. Anytime that they're doing something wrong, reveal it to us, you know, expose it. You know, I love to, one of my favorite things to pray is, God, if there's anything going on, I need to know, expose it, bring it to the light. Don't let the darkness be in there. And, um, you know, so I think it's, you know, praying and having faith and trusting God, you know, and I I think that the more your kids see that you trust God, the more secure they're going to feel. Yeah. Uh, There's one more question, and I do want you to pray at the end of this. I want you to demonstrate when you're talking about, you know, praying, you know, and binding, you know, demons and things like that. There's a question that we got, Karen, that says, what if your kids are in their teens? Is it too late to fight for their soul? The answer would be no. It's never too late to fight for your child's soul, mm-hmm. even if they're 30 or 40 years old. Mm-hmm. Is that as a parent, you know, our kids are, you know, in their late 40s mm-hmm. and we fight for their soul every day. Well, it's like anybody in your family. I mean, I, I still pray for older people in my family that, you know, I know they don't know the Lord and I know that they need their soul to be redeemed. Yeah. You may, you may be listening to this right now and you've got kids, you know, teenagers or whatever, and you're just now waking up to the fact that, you know, you mm-hmm. need to really be, you know, fighting for their soul and trying to relate to them on that level and fight, you know, wake up like mm-hmm. you're saying, Karen, and, and pray, but also reach out to them, you know, mm-hmm. befriend them. Uh, the relationship with them is everything. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't have a relationship with your child, I mean, you, you're losing their soul, mm-hmm. you know, and so you, if you're just barking orders at your children, you'll break that child's spirit. But they need love. They need relationship. And all that. So I want you to pray as we leave. I just want you to pretend that you're praying for one of our grandkids and you were mm-hmm. talking about binding. So we're going to do Yeah, that. and just to add to that, though, because I've been reading through all the Gospels again, and it's amazing how you can read it a million times, and then there are seasons in life where things stick out. And what's sticking out right now when I read the Gospels is Jesus was constantly rebuking demons. Mm-hmm. He was constantly praying against demonized people, praying that they would be set free. And so it's nothing to fear, nothing, right, right. because just like you said, as a Christian, we have all authority. Jesus has given it to us. He told his disciples, do not fear. Why are you doubting? No. Believe. And so a lot of what you you do as a parent is just that. Believe, trust, have faith in what God's going to do. 
but we do have the authority. Yeah. And so thank you, Father. Father God, thank you so much for our grandkids. And Father, right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, we bind every demonic spirit that's around our children, our grandchildren, and we just bind spirits of fear, spirits of insecurity, all fear that would come to them and, and tell and torment them with thoughts that are not real. In the name of Jesus, Father, we bind every demonic spirit and stronghold that has a gri- gra- gri- has a hold on our grandkids or our children, and we just bind them in the name of Jesus. And the Lord rebuke you, Satan, from our children and grandchildren. And we just thank you, Jesus, for your blood that covers us, covers our children and grandchildren. Your blood is as powerful today as it was when you died on the cross, and your authority is real by the name and the in the power of Jesus Christ, we thank you. And we just bless these children in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for doing that. Thank you guys for joining us today for the Marriage Day podcast. We'll see you next time. Hey, this is Brent Evans with Exo Marriage. And I want to thank you for listening to the Marriage Today podcast. We believe your marriage has a 100% chance of success if you do it God's way. If you enjoyed today's teaching and want to keep learning, Hey, subscribe to the Marriage Today podcast and take some time to leave us a review. Your reviews help us spread the word and can encourage someone else in need. For more great marriage content, check out exomarriage.com where you can see all of our marriage building resources, articles, and live events.